Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time for MC Search to start running his rhyme. It's Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. It's a podcast, and I'm going to say it again. We going live. We going live. I have to be reminded to not touch my um, podcast table. Because people don't like the uh, shimmy and the shake, so I will do my best. Not to touch the podcast cable. Good afternoon. Welcome to a beautiful, wonderful Saturday. It's your boy, MC Search, officially in the building. want to thank our sponsor, Abercrombie PA. Make sure when you call Abercrombie PA at 407-951-8960, say Search Says, and they will hook you up. I don't know exactly what that means, but I know my man, Yorick, and everybody at Abercrombie PA will take good care of you. All you got to do is call him at 407-951-8960 and says, search says. And says, that's real hood. Right, Pumas? It's extremely hood. It's very hood. I, that's beyond me, right? I don't know. That's something I, I can't I, even get it into. Fe- it feels like it could be. I don't know. <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to Saturday. There is my, my cohort. My hold me down guy for 10 plus years, Pumice Mendola, a.k.a. P. Mendoza, a.k.a. Buffalo's <laughs> finest, a.k.a. my new prime minister, Prime Minister P. Mendoza. Oh, all right. Official. Well right. played, sir. You are official, like a ref with a whistle. Uh, we want to hear from you. There is a private chat to the right. There's also Facebook. So if you want to you know, holler at me, you can do that. You know, it's funny. I'm on... Um, I'm on Facebook right now, and I don't see us live. I don't know what's going on. You did this last week, too. We're definitely live. Okay. We're all the way live, actually. Wow. 1980 call. Thank you for that. (laughs) I I, want to see us. I know that we're live. I just want to see us because I know people are reaching out, and there we are. People are already commenting. Do you want to check? No, I see my man, Sean Ingram. Houston is definitely in the building. Thank you, Sean. Shout out to my man, Blunt B. Oh, Big shout out. I didn't tell you this, P. What's uh, up? I spoke to Scarface. Oh, did you? Scarface is doing well. And I want to, Richard Gaskin, what up? Um, Scarface is interested in doing the Search Timeless podcast company. He wants to do, he wants to tell his story through. He's probably got a lot to tell. Like through you. His, through his stories, but also wants to make music. So I'm putting this out there as as a exclusive, potential exclusive, that I'm going to be working as best I can with my dear friend, Brad, a.k.a. Scarface. Arguably top 10 dead or alive. I don't know how you guys feel about MCs. Arguably top 10 dead or alive. Um, he is doing dialysis. I hope I'm not blowing up his spot. Uh, doing dialysis, taking care I of his body. I think you might be blowing up his spot more when you say his name is Brad. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh, that was new to me. His name is Brad, Brad. <laughs> and and my name is Michael. Uh, also, not a, as your name is Thomas. Blew up no, your spot. It isn't though. Can I it have the explosion, though. Tom? <laughs> anyway, uh, beautiful. I like how it's not exactly Funkmaster Flex's bomb. It's our own. It just has a, it's a different, it's just a little different, that explosion. Not mad. Not mad. 
Thank you for You that. don't want to use everybody else's sound. Nah, fuck that. Keep it OG, original gangster. That's what right. I want to do. Uh, so we got a big show. Uh, Hurricane Shane Helms. What I love about this show, just to let y'all know, because, you know, it's so funny. Not that I'm into like people making comments and not, you know, I really don't check a lot of the comments, although some people made some comments about my hair. Um, Joe, what up? Um, so I did do that. So shout out to my stylist, uh, Chantel, uh, CEO, uh, also my beautiful bride, um, who, who quaffed me kind of lovely part edged anyway. So, um, but one of the things people, uh, did say, uh, in the comments that I did take to heart, um, is regarding like, you know, the shaking, the bouncing around. So I'm going to try to limit that. Um, but also, you know, some of the things that people were talking about was, you know, search is a lot of people in this podcast game. You're getting into the pod. Let's be, let's just, let's just be real clear about something. All of y'all, you right there, you right there, you right there. I've been doing this shit since 2000. All right. I've been on the radio since 2000. I had a number one morning show in Detroit, Detroit stand up, Miami, number one afternoon show, Miami. 305, stand up. I've been doing this shit for 20 years. Podcasting ain't nothing different than radio, but in my crib and me getting 100% of the ducats. So don't don't come up here and talk about, oh, you know, I'm for the love of hip hop, I'm a watch search. Don't. How about, th- how about this? Don't. I'm going to do this shit regardless. If there's 11 people, 11,000 people, I'm going to do it regardless. I love this. Because one of the things I learned is that there are people that I'm not connected to in hip-hop that are connected to hip-hop. One of them being Hurricane Shane Helms, who we're going to interview. Uh, also, big shout-out to MJB, who did amazing research on this interview. And also, Mr. Get Familiar, one of, possibly one of the richest DJs in the world, independent DJs. I'm not talking about Dr. Dre. I'm not talking about... This dude built... His own empire, brick by brick, production, visionary in terms of connecting esports with hip hop, visionary in terms of branding, custom branding. I mean, I've known and loved this dude like a brother since his son Jack was knee high to a grasshopper. Mr. Get Familiar, Clinton Sparks, should be on the show today. Should be. <laughs> if the mother, if the dude checks his emails, voicemails, texts. And also, we will put him on blast, Thomas, Tom, I mean, Pumice. <laughs> we'll put him on blast for not responding to you because this is the other thing. If you don't respond to my man, P. Mendoza, a.k.a. P. Mendola, a.k.a. Prime Minister P.M., then you get none. You get these shirts, get none. Although you can buy these shirts on Melted Mics right now. Yeah, absolutely. But you get none, all right? Make sure you respect our team. We have a team. Uh, By the way, besides the show being sponsored by Abercrombie Law PA, we also have two new and very special sponsors this week. That's very exciting news. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. I want to say I'm very, very impressed by how quickly these sponsors reacted to what's going on uh, out there saw the importance of what we're doing and decided to spread the word of what they're doing. 
So this show is sponsored by Clorox Chewables. Clorox Chewables, uh, used sarcastically, is, pres- is prescribed by President Trump. Clorox Chewables. That's please, a really quick pivot on their part. Right? Try to not do that and find them wherever you don't find things to buy. And also, <laughs> our other sponsor is up-and-coming Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who wants to tell you he won't inject you with bleach. So, Joe Biden for 2020. And just remember, if you don't vote for Joe, you're going to be taking Clorox Chewables. Clorox Chewables. As sarcastically, only as prescribed by President Trump. So, I want to thank our two new sponsors. Um, A lot of interesting things happened this week. I want to jump into a little bit of current events. Obviously, um, and I try to stay away from politics as much as I can. Um, and I do want to say, if you have any comments, please share them with me on the show. Um, but this whole um, idea that President Trump theorized with our country <clears throat> about he heard it might be a good idea to inject cleaner into our bodies that will immediately clean. He heard it somewhere. It's just another pile to the lies of the thousands of lies he has told this country. The funniest thing about the lie, because we have been all taught that you don't drink bleach. You don't drink cleaner. You don't. So for him to even consider that's a good idea is not only ridiculous, but goes to my, and I want to share this with you, my people, uh, and feel free to spread the love, if you will. I believe in my very personal opinion, based on what I read on WebMD, I believe our president is suffering from what they call syphilis. Um, and if you, and if you read what the, uh, things, if you will, we say in hip hop things, if you talk about what the, the, the medical, uh, things, things, uh, for syphilis, thank you. Symptoms for syphilis. They include, uh, orange skin or uh, discoloration of the skin. Jaundice. Uh, not jaundice, discoloration, discoloration for syphilis. Discoloration of the skin, uh, narcissism, uh, cases of uh, bouts. I'm sorry, and cases of speaking without thinking and uh, exaggeration to pathological lying, um, slurring and stuttering of speech, uh, bouts of anger, fits of rage, and um, inappropriate decision making. Uh, on top of which, there is a chance that he had relations outside his marriage. I believe, and this is just me, it's a personal one man's opinion being shared with my homies like you and you. Oh, and I forgot about you right there. He might be suffering from syphilis. So whoever does his physical, don't tell him you're testing the president for syphilis. Don't do that, but just slide it in. Slide it into the blood work. You know what I mean? You, you're going you're gonna to draw blood from this guy anyway to prove he is the healthiest president of all time, right? 
We've heard that every year for the last three years. I did the physical on the president. He is the most healthy man in the history of the presidency. You know, okay, just slide, just slip in the syphilis blood work. Because even if we don't announce it, like, you know, uh, it just came up, uh, Kennedy's, they were supposed to release the uh, report on Kennedy's assassination, right? And then, uh, you know, Congress and the Senate decided to close it again for another 25 years. Um, I don't care if they tell us now. I just want to go back because in 25 years, praise the most high, I will still be here. So when they open it, after he is, because he's 25 years older than me, and I don't expect him to live till he's 101, 102. But we will open that and see the physical, and maybe I'll be able to go, aha, it was syphilis. <laughs> so anyway, that's my personal opinion. I think that it was the most irresponsible thing I've ever heard in my life for a president to ever say. More irresponsible than allowing... Um, President Carter's brother, Billy, to pee on the plane when he got off the plane. Uh, the injection of, you know, that into the bloodstream and Billy Carter peeing behind uh, Air Force One. They're neck and neck for the most irresponsible things ever in, in American history. Um, when you got to go, you got to go. I get that. But tell your brother to hold it until you get to the bathroom. So the other thing um, to pivot real quick and what I found uh, really interesting in the news this week, um, I have been involved, uh, many of you don't know this, and I want to welcome the people that are checking us out now. Um, shout out to T-Rex. What up? Um, so I've been involved in helping the state secure masks and PPE for the uh, workers in several of the states here in the U.S. And, and one of the interesting things that I've noticed is how different the states are in protecting their own. And again, not trying to put anybody on blast. Um, so I'm not going to mention any particular state. You might just catch this just by whatever. But one state I will give a big shout out to, two states, big shout out, Governor Cooper and the North Carolina Emergency uh, Management Team in North Carolina, extremely proactive, uh, extremely aggressive in getting what their state needs. So big shout. Um, believe it or not, big shout to Governor Kemp, state of Georgia. I know people feel like, eh, you know, he shouldn't have opened up things, but I have been blessed to talk to the governor. He has been extremely proactive in trying to find PPE. Uh, shout out to Louisiana. They've been challenged, but uh, Christina Dayries and their team, amazing in doing it. But one state in particular that I've been dealing with, they have the second highest disproportionate amount of men and women of color dying to Corona. And they have the least amount of product of all 50 states. And I have been trying desperately because this was a state that I loved and lived in and I worked with for many years. But they have been so 
stringent unnecessarily uh, in securing product that I have been unable to help them at all. Not even some, none. Um, and it makes, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that I'm not able to help even though I've given them references, even though I've talked to them about, Hey, call this person, call that person, call this manufacturer, call this distributor. I will, they have made me run and run through hoops, through hoops, through hoops. The final straw was I got them a very large quantity of inexpensive PPE that could help millions of people. And the response I got was a response to fill out a form uh, that a new vendor would fill out, which is the same as, you know, an application at McDonald's. Uh, And they would get back to me in two to three weeks to see if uh, I complied. Two or three weeks is going to be another 20, 30,000 people dead. Um, So I need to pivot and focus my energy on where I can help people. Um, And I just feel very sorry for those men and women who live uh, in this this Midwestern state. And my only hope is that there is someone who can work with them and crack through um, what I would refer to as the uh, red tape, political red tape, and get the men and women who are there the necessary items uh, they need. So, uh, mic drop on that. And um, a big shout out to all the men and women who are on the front lines, all the men and women who are um, putting their lives at stake. Uh, it's very interesting to me, and I know I don't want to get too somber, but it's very interesting to me that there is, like for me, uh, my cousin lost his aunt this week. Uh, I have lost 30 people directly and indirectly that I've known, uh, either through radio or through my entertainment career or through high school, people that I have interacted with, people that I have been close to. Um, and there's people that haven't lost anyone and that's a blessing. But what's interesting to me, and again, maybe you, and please feel free to make a comment. Let me know what you think. Um, what's interesting to me, what I find interesting is that people that haven't lost anyone are very quick to say that things are blown out of proportion, that we should get back to normal that we should be opening the states, that business should be back to normal. Um, I find that challenging when, you know, my man, Fred the Godson, just died. And shout out to Sean Prez and shout out to my man, Money Nels, and shout out to all my people that were involved in Fred's career, uh, Jada Kiss and, and D-Block and uh, DJ Self and, and all the guys who have really helped, you know, lift him up um, and have him succumb to this. Because uh, he was a talented brother, talented MC. Uh, if you're not up on his music, uh, it's okay to give him his flowers now that he's gone. Uh, check out his music on Spotify, on Tidal, 
on beats or even do his family a favor and, and buy his music. If you hear something you like, buy it, you know, support it that way. Um, TJ Black and Miles in New Orleans uh, is another homeboy of mine. I, I just look, we all want to get back to normal. We all want a, a sense of normal. The fact is it's never going to be normal again. This impacts all of us, not just now, but moving forward. So this is our new now. COVID will be here next fall and the fall after that and the fall after that. And the more we stay home and the more we isolate, the more we can protect ourselves from multiple strains. Influenza now has three or four strains, I believe, A, B, and C, and D. Right now, there's only one strain of COVID-19. The worst thing that can happen is strains A, B, C, and D. The more we isolate, and I know it's difficult, trust me. I got into the dumbest argument with my wife for no good reason. Because, you know, you get confined and, you know, you don't have room to properly, you know, separate and breathe. So I get it. I get how when you're confined, things can be a little bit, you know, tough. This is better than what could be the future, which is um, separate strains, which are more and more difficult to fight, more and more difficult to uh, check for, and maybe more and more dangerous. So please stay home. Social distancing There's actually a report that I saw. It was really interesting that, Six feet isn't really, like, if you're around somebody six feet who's not covered, doesn't have a mask, it's more like nine to 12 feet. Because if they sneeze, cough, talk, all of those things, bavas that come out their mouth can travel as far as 12 That's the medical term. Yeah, it's bava. People, look, my my bodhiquas know what I'm talking about, but it goes up to 12 feet. And then it was funny, my wife and I were trying to, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly right. Quarantine sucks, but it could be worse. Say, stay. Thank you, my dear friend. I have to Keith. summarize it for you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so again, look, my wife and I were in, in, in a department store. I don't want to, again, unless they're paying me, I don't want to give them any props. Right. Uh, <laughs> we were in Target. They're not paying me. <laughs> We were in Target. Just do it. And, and let, no, no, no. And this was what was so bananas. So we are, you know, we're in the country. So because we're in the country, we go to Walmart because that's what you do, right? It's the only thing that's open is Walmart. Um, so we go to Walmart. And what was so impressive to me was the amount of people that had masks on, right? Yeah. You, there's this sense of safety, right? There's this sense of people thinking about more than themselves. But we went to Target and my wife said to me, and we both had a mask on, gloves, the whole thing. And, and let me tell you something. This is the other thing. I just want to say this. Go in with a game plan. What I love about my bride is she will say to me, hey, I'm going to handle the food. So I'm going to have the gloves. I'm going to have the mask. You're going to have the mask, but you're going to handle the phones and the wallet. 
We good? Good. You don't touch no food. I don't touch the phones. Phone goes off. She needs to, Michael, go in my bag, get the plan, plan of attack. We're in, we're out. And she said to me while we're walking around, she goes, she goes, is it just me or is it a disproportionate amount of people not wearing masks in here? And I looked around and I was surprised at how many people were not wearing masks. And the one thing that drove me crazy is they're all talking like this on their phone. So, you know, they spitting, they bavas are going out, right? You know, yakking up, talking like this, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's, it, it's crazy. I don't want to say, but I think that might be because it's because you go to Walmart. No, this was Target. Oh. Walmart, Walmart, they were safe. <laughs> Is anybody uh-huh. else? And, and let me just ask you, if you, if you want to jump on, I'd love to get some, some vibe you know, from the people out there. Is there anybody who's noticing that? Like, is anybody noticing when they go to the stores, there's a disproportionate um, amount of people that are, that are in the stores and, and having, you know, no masks. Oh, I've definitely seen it. I've absolutely seen it. And I look at them and you look at them, you think, what are you thinking? Yeah. I can't, I can't understand. I love what Ryan said. Let me, let me just go back to my man, Ryan. I mean, Ryan just says something crazy, which I agree to. Sorry about the they voice, y'all. He said, people don't, um, won't take things seriously until they're affected. Yo, yo, give that dude a horn right now, man. They lack empathy otherwise. <laughs> Bunk! Ryan Schrader. Bung! Bung! <laughs> you get this smoke. I would usually say you don't want this smoke, but you want it. Dude, you are absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. I felt that I was in a, a Zoom meeting and somebody was like, you know, I'm tired of all this, this death. And yeah, really? Like, yo, I'm, I'm sorry it hasn't affected you. You know, my man is burying his aunt and he can't even be there. Like he's, he's doing a long distance funeral because in Judaism, you have to bury the body in 24 hours. So he's doing a long distance and he can't even be there. So, gee, I'm sorry. Sorry for you that you don't want to hear about, you know, death. Like, come on, man. Stop it. Like, real talk. Stop it. Um, We got my man. Uh, I like to say my man, even though he's not my man. You ever notice that? Like, by you the know, end this, of, by the, in the next few hours, he yeah, will be your man. He would definitely be my man. And and just an amazing story about this dude and, and how he got into pro wrestling i'm I'm actually gonna jump for a minute and go get my notes but um hurricane shane helms is gonna be on the show um hopefully clint sparks he's a crap you know, just like last time he it would he's crickets <laughs> uh i will say we, we got a great show next week uh, i can say this with total certainty kamal bell united uh shades of america amazing host uh he's gonna be on and the lyrical giant method man so telephone, tell a friend next week's show. And we might even have a third special guest. And coming up in future shows, maybe John, a guy named John Cena, maybe the BC Boys. So there's a lot of great people. And, and, and it's really because of y'all. Like, like I said, like I don't care if there's 8, 18, 8,000 people. I, I don't care. What is going on is that y'all are saying, hey, this dude's doing a pretty decent show. You should check it out. And then people are reaching out. 
And again, shout out to Tom Green and shout out to John Cryer. Like people are starting to tell other people like, yo, this dude search got a pretty decent show. His producer, eh, he's all right. <laughs> this is nothing. Um, he, nah, I wouldn't say nothing. He's all right. Mm. But, um, you know, search is really bringing it. Um, I'll be right back. Oh, and this is the other thing in Pumice. And let me just say this. And, and I think it's, it's only fair to say this to my, uh, my man Pumice. Pumice has been, um, he's become not only a dear friend, but he's become one of my biggest cheerleaders. And um, just on a personal note, when I've, you know, when I've thought about things, especially when I was down, you know, he would say, yo, you should do this. You should do that. You should. And I'd be like, nah, nobody cares. And he's like, no, people care. And I'm like, nah. And in all fairness, if I would have listened to Pumice just on this podcast thing, I would have done this like five years ago. I tried. You know what I'm saying? Like he really tried hard to tell me, yo, you need to focus, focus, focus. You know, you got time. You got, and I, and I maybe had the time, but I, my head wasn't right. And it's um, questionable if you really had the time, but as yeah. you can see, it really doesn't take a ton of time. No, but I mean, between prep, I mean, to do the show right. Look, right. Absolutely. I, I want the show to be right. I don't want us to just throw it on. Um, it's not a stream of consciousness. Maybe your beginning is. I don't know. It seems off the cuff. So maybe mm-hmm. the beginning is a stream of consciousness. But you, I don't think you would settle for an hour and a half of, of searches stream of consciousness. No, and no one cares. And, that, and, that, and I've told you that like a million times. Like as much as I appreciate the love I get from people and... Um, you know, Hurricane Shane Helms um, sent me something that was really thoughtful. He sent me a video. I don't. Did I send it to you of of John Cena saying I was his favorite white MC of all time? Mm-mm. So it was really thoughtful. Um, yeah, it was. He was like in an airport, and they were like, "Who's your favorite MC of all time?" White MC. He was like, "How about MC Search?" They were like, "Yo, what about Eminem?" He's like, "What about MC Search?" So, <laughs> right. just you know, it's just really thoughtful. And I don't think of myself that way anymore. And I'll, and, it, and it's very simple. I'll tell you why. <clears throat> I don't grab the mic like that anymore. I don't really think about MCing like that anymore. When I do, like with this uh, "Once Upon a Time America" on Hanukkah album, which like I write every day, like I'm I'm feeling my swag on a thousand all over again with my pen, you know, and um. I definitely freestyle a lot when I'm writing now and I'll use my phone to record like thoughts of streams of, of, you know, lyrics, not really, you know, streams of consciousness, but streams of lyrics. And, um, thank you, Raphael. I do try to sting them and bring in the words of wisdom. It's true. Um, so thank you, Raphael for that. But you know, my, my, my thought process in writing is, do it right or don't do it at all. And there was always this kind of thought I had, which is like, eh, nobody cares. And certainly if I don't care, nobody cares. Why should they care? There's so much great music out there. Like, don't, nobody's waiting on me. This kid NF out of Detroit, this kid is a fucking monster. Like, I'm listening to his shit every day. This kid Little D out of Coney Island, that kid's a fucking monster. I listen to his EP damn near every day. Not to mention the other MCs that come out on a regular basis. You know? Um, 
So if I'm not really engaged, nobody should wait. Unless I say something that makes you go, oh, yeah, no, that kid is back again. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm in. So I'm getting into that zone where I'm like, all right, I know who I have to mess with. Like, I know who's in front of me. So I'm listening to dudes and I'm like, okay, when I step to the mic, I got to compete with this dude, this dude, this dude, this dude. And I do want to give my man R.A. the Rugged Man a shout out because he said something on Twitter yesterday and it was such... And this is like, again, it's a stream. So I'm going to start a, a thing called Facts with Receipts on this show. And Facts with Receipts are basically, it's going to be a, a topic that not only is a topic that is factual, but it has evidence behind it to back it up. So consider this my unofficial first episode of Facts with Receipts. Already a rugged man gets on Twitter and says, Every time I step in a booth, I believe I am the greatest MC of all time, and I can take any other MC out at any point. And if you don't believe that, then you are not really an MC or an artist. That is facts with receipts. Because every MC I know, every single one, who has one. I'm not talking about, there's a lot of people who just like to rhyme for the sake of rhyming and like to hear themselves rhyme. That's not what I'm talking about. The Kendrick Lamars, the J. Coles, the Jay-Zs, the Joey Badasses, the, I could go on and on, the Kanye Wests, the Joel Ortiz. I don't even want to forget anybody. The Royce of Five Nines. When they go into the and the R.A. to Rugged Man and Ill Bill and Necro and Sabak Red, I mean, I don't want to forget anybody. When they go in the lab, smoke Dizza. When they go in the lab, they're thinking one thing. I am here to body everybody. There is no if and a but. I am going into this booth and I am going to kick a 16 bar verse a minute that's going to make people understand that I am trashing this beat lyrically. And I honestly believe that even the Megan the Stallions, the Saweeties, the Cardi B's, I know Rhapsody, like that's not even a question. But I think a lot of these females, and people give them shitty names, twerk MCs, I hate that. You know what I'm saying? Body MCs. Like, that's a new one I heard. Hottie MCs. The fuck does that even mean? They're rappers, they're MCs, whatever they are. I know for a fact Cardi B is going into the lab going, I'm about to body everyone. Nicki Minaj, body everyone. So shout out to my man, already the rugged man. I can't wait to hear your new project, my dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um... So that's my first unofficial facts with receipts. And I, I just want to say to y'all, if you have a fact with receipts and you feel like I should, you know, expound on it, send it here, drop it here, you know, show love, just show love. I will, I will talk on it. All right. Um, anyway.